faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. No, it's initiate contact with an extra little stippet for you guys. <laughs> We're coming back. We just couldn't stay away, Gab. Well, so now that Fuego and Bruno are gone, we're allowed to talk a little shit, shit. But, so, uh, during the duel, you know, I had some, like, texts and people were saying, hey, this is exciting. Yeah. We're gonna, like, what what, what are you guys doing for nationals and stuff? And I told them I already got fucking hotels lined up. We're going to Cleveland, Ohio. We're driving there. Well, probably Thursday. Yeah, can, can we drive through Missouri at all on our way there? So no. Can, so I can set open container? It's all north. Fuck! Yeah, it's like 80 and then, can and then we, down from there. Can, can we, we take can a we... detour <laughs> through Missouri so I can drink in the passenger seat? It wouldn't be a bad idea. Cheaper chew, cheaper booze. Yes. Fireworks when, when we win nationals. All right, we'll look at reroute and see what happens. All right. But, so, God, we're excited. I mean... It's pretty freaking sweet. So the whole reason why we did this little extra thing is every time we feel like we're just doing the same old, same old, where we're fucking just talking about the... Just the outcome. Just the outcome. And it's boring as fuck to us because we saw it already. We know what we're... We've, I, we talk about this during the duel. Like, we already talk about everything we just talked about to you guys during the duel for the most part. Well, we're... Almost right, ninety nine percent of the time. So well, when, when we're as just far as I know, we're never wrong. Yeah, from so we're just recapping our thoughts yeah. that we had prior to the duel. So we already knew it, all the information we're going to give you going into it. So our thing is, well, first off, what's what's your expectations on the year, dude? I've said it since day one. National champ. We're shooting for the, to be a national championship team. Yeah, I in. In the, in the podcast, good thing this isn't the podcast, but in the podcast, I'm like the Nancy naysayer, you know, of it all. But, yeah, we're going to win the fucking thing. Stoll's going to come through. Snyder, Kyle Snyder's going to get beat on the way up. I don't think Stoll can lose a match unless mentally he fucking, like, loses it, like, in the overtime or something like that. Yeah. And, 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 if, and if we really do bring Pat Downey into the lineup, who knows what kind of impact that could bring to the lineup. Dude, it, it's crazy how many people that can lose on the way to the top. Iowa, without the exception of, uh, you know, with the exception of a few years there, we've been known to find our way to the top. Yeah. And uh, it's fine. We, we can do it. Same it's, thing this year. We, we got the under... When's the last time we've had this underdog chance? I mean, we've had it a few years. But this seems like the most optimistic underdog chance I've ever seen. And I'm, like, it's it's going to happen. Fuck it all. I will break some legs. It's, it's going, it, it's it's turned uh, preseason stale type feeling coming into this season. And, and, and it's completely. Full erection. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it's. Yeah. It, it's. I've been re- walking around revamped with a hard the program for like three months. Three weeks. Yeah, least. we we didn't we didn't see this coming. I mean, I mean, I've been saying we're going to be national champions I've had uh, to since find day one. Have I told you this? You had to get new jeans. Well, you either that or I leave the zipper down because I it's 
I was wondering why you walk around with your zipper down. Like it hurts too much, man. But I, I tell you, we're, we're going to do it. And and here's the thing. Like I'm glad no podcast listeners are listening to this. But this is one of those things that you know we're going to go to Cleveland, a shithole, fucking shithole of a town, yep. and we're going to dominate the and, area. And you know what? What? What was one of the most fun nationals that we we've had? Des Moines was pretty fun. Des Moines was fun, but. Outside of that, Detroit. Detroit. Yeah, yeah. It was the most garbage, junk, shithole place I've ever been in my life. Yeah. But that was that was a good time. That oh. I, I believe that was when Mark Perry Did beat, we even beat Johnny Hendricks, that? right? We, yeah. No. Did we even talk about? What? No, I don't think so. Yeah, it was. Was it? Oh. Uh, did we even talk about that Detroit on this yet? No, no. Let's tell the story. We got okay, time. So in Detroit, it was my twenty-first birthday. Yes. And I got ham boned beyond belief because I was buying for a bunch of minors illegally. Yeah. Or illegally. Gavin turned twenty one on the way to Detroit in his conversion van. And it was snowing like a snow. It was a blizzard. It was, it was a full out blizzard. blizzard. I they're the only ones on the road other than semis. I was telling Kieran to fucking just hang out the window and wipe off my windshield so I can see the yeah. white line to the right of us. We tried stopping multiple times to buy windshield wipers, and mm-hmm. they never had any of that fit. And and it's one of those things that we had no money to. Uh, yeah, we were all in college. We should, I mean, we should just go broke, at, like, at this next one. Just, like, go like we have no money again. We should. Yeah. We should. We stayed in a shithole amazing. hotel. It was amazing. It was the best time of my life. <laughs> we, uh... I, I remember driving up there, though, during the blizzard, and we weren't even sure if we were on the road, and Gavin screams at me in the back, Kian! Throw up the side, do- side door. we got to make sure we're still on the road. So I throw up the side, in a conversion van. I, I couldn't throw, see the fucking, where the lines were. I throw, I throw, I yeah, so I throw open the, the side door mm-hmm. in the back seat just to make sure that... The, the lines. White, the white line was yeah. on our right side. Yeah, yeah. just turn a little bit to your left, <laughs> and you're within the white line. And we, we we came up to this, like, BP, was it BP gas station? Yeah, or something like that. Krispy Kreme. And it was, like, closed pretty much, except there was one chick still there, and she's like, she didn't even know why she was there still, really. She's yeah. like, I'm just waiting for the boss to call me in and be like, just close the son bitch down, because nobody's stopping. Yeah. And we're the only ones there, and she has, like, donuts from 8 a.m. It's like... 8 p.m. at this point. Yep. And she's like, just take them. I don't know what to do with them. <laughs> she's like, I've never had donuts last this long. And and the best part was... And what, I ate those donuts. Was I actually... Uh, we had one... I remember my mom... I remember my mom had one... Uh, GP, a Sony GPS. Oh yeah, and I didn't trust. And, I didn't know what it, they it, were. It was, at that GPS time. was brand new. Yeah. Like, what is this thing giving us directions as we yeah. drive? This fucker doesn't know what I'm doing. So we're driving, and it's like turn right, and Gavin's like, "Fuck no, that! That's not where we're turning." According right to my at. memory of the map, seven hours ago, I know where we're going, and this is wrong. Yep, <laughs> turns out it was right. Yeah. Wow, faith. Yeah. Faith in GPS ever it only, since. It only took us, what, about 20 hours to drive there, probably? Yeah, was, I, I think we left. What It should have been like a nine-hour drive. Yeah. We left at like noon, and we got there at 9 a.m. Don't don't get me wrong. We didn't stop at all. It was more like supposed to be 70 miles per hour, and we were going like 30. Yep. Like, yeah. <laughs> yep. But we made it. And, and that's one of – how many have we made now? How many have you made so far? 
Uh, I haven't missed one since 2006. So 11 years. 11 years. Yeah, and I'm 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 going since 2008. 2000? No, 2000. No, no. Yeah, you six. started before me. I want to say 2004 is when you started. Yeah, a long time. But um, I tell you, we've made a lot of nationals, and there's been a lot of. But that one sticks out. The the biggest thing we always have to talk about with that one is the uh, we we put scene proms in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Well, he was pissing or shitting or something or crying, and we put the uh, the bed right in front of the door so he couldn't get out. Yep. And then he just went all hawk shit. Yep. We 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 took the bed, the box frame, <laughs> the the bed frame. We shoved it all in this little hallway to block scene proms from coming out of the bathroom, and it worked. First, it, it worked, but he went all dumb shit. Yeah, he went Hulk, and he, uh, that bed frame jammed a fucking hole straight through the wall. Yep, and then, and then Sean sliced just, up the wall. Yes, too. yes, it was it was a big gaping hole in the drywall. And and so then and then this was all on my credit card when I had no, like no money, and I'm like, mm, we gotta patch this, otherwise. I'm gonna end well, up that, that it didn't even stop there though. We we were oh, wrestling yeah, yeah. in the room. The the beds were never where they should have been that entire trip because that 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 as hotel, according to us that hotel room became a wrestling match. Yeah, and so there's wrestling matches between the four of us, mm-hmm. me, Hempstead, Proms, and you. Yeah, it was going on all weekend. <laughs> I remember my uh, foot went through the wall. Yeah, so like a foot size hole in the wall. And remember looking at Gavin when we're hammered drunk, being like, "Oh man, we got a big old hole in the wall for my foot too." And, and I'm I'm like sitting there, borderline it, blacked out in his underwear, and he just sit, just looks at me and then turns around and punches a fucking another hole in the wall on the other side. Yeah. So we were we were like we basically considered ourselves fucked, but my credit card was on it, and so when I came to. <laughs> two days. days yeah two or three days yeah. later <laughs> i was like you we what gotta we... fix this guys otherwise i'm in deep deep doo-doo and yeah. uh by doo-doo i mean shit and uh so then we ended up getting a bunch of plaster and shit yeah and just texturing our own plaster <laughs> and, and there were white walls well, for, made it easy. well first we tried toothpaste because that was my brilliant idea yeah, yeah. i remember my parents uh blue toothpaste we were hoping would turn right white at one point my parents patched their walls i remember as a little kid with white toothpaste and nail holes and it worked really well yeah. so i was thinking hey guys we got toothpaste we're good not so much this no time. no there's got now we got a blue <laughs> and green tint to this shit so then, so then I I go to like the Ace Hardware down the street, like walking distance. I don't even think I was in shape. To yeah, we go. We were drive. the only ones that took initiative. Proms and Hempstead were thought yeah, just right. giggling the whole yeah. time. So we we go down to Ace Hardware, get some plaster, and we just plaster up the wall, and then we texture it just right. Yeah, God, we were talented, yeah. weren't we? And then and then the, even been like the professional holes, carpenters. <laughs> in the hole in the wall, I think where I put my elbow. Yeah. Is where you threw your punch. Yeah, I I like put a jack, uh, like a cable jack. A cable in there. jack. I just like, plastered it all up to shit, and then put a plas- uh, a cable jack right in the hole. To this like, into the plaster. To this day, I wonder if if they realize. Well, I thought we were. There's fucked. a random cable jack. Yeah. 
Oh, uh, this ain't working. Yeah. Why is there no cable? This here? doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> but then, and then, and then, even when it was all said and done, we we're going to get ready to leave. I'm like, I'm still fucked. Let's just steal all the blankets and the pillows. At least we'll have a comfy ride home, right? Yeah. So we have like four pillows on the way home and two comforters. It's a really nice soft ride. And I didn't get charged a dime. And that is fucking nationals right there, yep. guys. That's like, a good if you haven't been story. to nationals, that's fucking. Oh my god, that was a blast. We were supposed to meet up with my grandma like three times at breakfast. We slept in every time. I, I still to this day, I, I I still tell everyone we tailgate with some diehard Hawkeyes every sure. year. Yeah. They they don't miss any football games, and I still tell them to this day. That, that's you no, not that story, but <laughs> you do not even understand what it is to be a Hawkeye until you attend a national wrestling I tournament. Mean, you don't get it. It, you will never understand the 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 glory of being a Hawkeye wrestling fan well, until it? you attend Nationals. I think it was like, uh, yeah, it was a Michigan State-Iowa game, uh, the conference championship game, football. They ran out of boot. They ran out of bush light. And, uh, and I, I'm just thinking, yeah, that's a normal thing. Yeah. They were, like, everybody was in ruckus. Like, look at us, Iowa fans. We make them run out of Bush Light. It's like, you haven't been to Nationals Wrestling. It's happened almost every time. And we go to St. Louis every other year almost consistently. And they they don't know how to accommodate us, sons of bitches. You know? it's I, 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 It blows my mind. I just pulled that out of my drink. Ooh, that's yummy. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they, like... Even when it was in Des Moines, we had an Iowa bar set up to just accommodate those of us that are hard, hardcore. And I don't want to name names. Should I name the name? Name the name. All right. Tony Hager set it up with this one specific bar that he knew the owner. And we're getting free hot dogs and, like, some beer. And there's bags. And there was, like, a whole shit ton of awesome games in between sessions. And they ran out of booze. You know, like, that's how good of a... How, how about how about the time that we went to Omaha, mm-hmm. and we got done with the first session, and there's two bars open downtown, yeah, and there's a, there is a line around the block yeah. to get into these bars. It's like, how can you underestimate the passion of wrestling fans? And we found this, like, hole-in-the-wall Dublin... Two, I think it was called yep. Dublin Two Bar. Down, it was like down below the other normal bars on the strip, and we we fucking dominated it. As far as they had a live band and stuff, but like we own like somehow they're the only ones that had beer consistently. And on top of that, by the day two, everybody was starting to find out the word was getting around, and it was packed. Like you couldn't even walk in there. Well, it was the, ridiculous. Well, yeah, and that that the, every single bar was running out of booze. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, but you you went that that first day was dreadful yeah. because of how hard it was to drink and get hammered. Yeah, between sessions. But come Friday, everyone caught wind, <laughs> and every one of those bars was open by nine a.m. I mean, we luckily we know of enough people like you knew some people in omaha i lived in des moines at the time at the time um st louis we know where to go when it's at these obscure ones that aren't the norm uh 
you know, we we find out through friends that are also there that, that oh, we found this one sweet place. And I tell you what, it pays dividends to it, know somebody. It does, and it was nice once we found like the Dubliner. I think yeah. it was called. Is that like what an, it was? Un, yeah, an underground bar. Mm-hmm. It, it it became our go-to. It was like they always have beer. Didn't you hit they on got a chick there? <laughs> I did hit on a nice. chick. Nice. Uh, and I got her number. <laughs> it was. Uh, and actually, you were competing it, well, against a Penn State guy. Well, that's guy. the only reason I did it. Yeah, was we were uh, we we were there. We met these Penn State fans, and it was right when Kale got there, and you could tell they're going to turn the corner. And these guys were telling us we're going to win like three national titles in a row. But they're super nice, polite. Ish. Yeah, yeah. They 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 they. I mean. Uh, they even cause, invited us yeah, to the cause, next cause, duel. Yeah, because the uh, Nat- Nationals was in Philly the next year, yeah. and they offered us to have a place to stay when we went up there. Yeah. And so this guy, I think I blew those chances because, yeah, uh, yeah. because this guy's like, yeah, I'm trying to get this waitress's uh, phone number. I'm like, well, fuck this Penn State fucker. <laughs> and he couldn't get her number. I got her number, and I rubbed it in hard. Yeah, well, I mean, just and, another. And Hempstead was part of that one too. He was like, "Yeah, no, we can, we got this too," you know. And then, but yeah, no, I tell you, every time we go to nationals, there's there's some nationals that have been kind of like a little throwaway, but every time there something new happens, there's yep. always a story to tell. And I, I mean, we can't even. I mean, we could go on for days explaining the different stories that we have from some of these things. But if any of you guys are th- thinking about nationals, fucking just go. They're amazing, and, and especially when we have a team like this where we're the underdog. You go, you get, you just show up there. You you'll find a ticket, probably for under a hundred bucks. Yeah, cheap. Well, I got I got my half price. I, yeah, I got my uh, I got my tickets last year. This is I think this is the first time we waited in five or six years to get our tickets when we got there. And I got all session passes for sixty bucks. Yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, and it's it, all you just got to wait out the scalpers. Gr- and granted, shit. they're in the nosebleed seats, but other than uh, the NCAA finals, I got to sit super close. Yeah, and and I, this year is going to be one of those years that we will be able to find cheap tickets, and we'll be able to sit wherever we want, almost all the way till the finals, and. We'll fucking have some guys in the finals. I almost guarantee yeah. it. I was saying, uh, I think I think we can have four NCAA champions. <sighs> so, what will it take, Keaton, for us to win this? We're gonna need Spencer Lee to win it. Mm-hmm. Uh, should be huge. Which he's proved it can be done. Yeah, he, he's proved that he's right there. Um, I mean, it's still gonna be nerve wracking yeah. every match that he's in. Of course. Uh. And then Brandon Sorensen. Yep, I, he's been there before. Yep, and and I think he's he's fine tuned now, man. I mean, from what we've seen so far, he is. Cons- he he stays in, like even though he got taken down tonight against Ohio State, he he's in good position all the time, and he capitalizes on everyone else's. I'll, I'll I'll keep saying this: the more aggressive you are, the more opt you are to get taken down. It's how you deal with it, and how you. you I mean, people like him, he is probably is not as used to getting taken down, so it hurts a little bit more. 
But if he knows that he can come back from takedowns, yep. it's big. Yep. It really is. Like, it, it's it's okay to get taken down and, when you're that aggressive. And the great thing about, uh, like, Spencer Lee and, and Brandon Sorensen, I'm sure he'll have a, a match or two at Nationals that way. But with kids like Spencer Lee and Kimmer, you are going to get a lot of bonus points leading up to the semifinals. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I mean, whether even if Spencer Lee doesn't make the finals, he's going to score a lot of points on his way to the semis, and that that's going to be super important at that stage um, if we're competing for a national championship. It, it never looks like much when it actually starts happening. You know, when we start getting some bonus points in the tournament, we're just, you know, we get excited and stuff, but we don't actually think of the outcome of those and how big they are in the long run, but. When you start getting a point per pin when it comes to nationals, that's huge, it's huge, it's huge, huge. And and granted, in the last like three years or whatever, Penn State's been getting those pins. Yep. But, and and then uh, moving into Marinelli, um, like I said earlier in our last podcast that we just got done recording like an hour ago, um, he's go- he's going to be a guy that. That I I can't see him finishing lower than third if he is wrestling at at the level he's wrestling at right now. And you know it sucks because he is one of those he's like a brute and he's overly he's aggressive and he's hard he's hard to take down he's hard to ride he's hard to all this stuff but he he has beatable tendencies but I don't think mentally he's ready to get beat. No, no, he's and, not. He's we've not, seen it. He, we've he, seen it a few times with some kids that comes out where they're like unstoppable ish. Like I'm gonna bring up Alex Sertzis type of thing where he's like unbeatable. Unbe- he beats number one kid in the state from Iowa State at that time and a Gallic, and then he he like and he kind of fizzles off as soon as he has a loss. But I don't see it from. He, we have some really freaking hard nosed tough mentally tough guys yeah and that's the thing because because you know the iowa program prides itself on you no matter if you're the second or third third string starter you believe that you're supposed to at least believe that if you're inserted into the lineup you are supposed to be a national champion and marinelli is one of those kids that has bought into that hard yeah and you can tell that that's that's where he thinks he is I, uh, yeah, this is a side note, but there's a kid that I think it was a second string kid. I don't want to mention the name, but we, we got in a drunken wrestling match at a, like, after hours bar, whole thing, fucking drunker and shit. And I yep. bear hugged him to his back. And he kept, tell- he kept telling me that, uh, he was a national champ. And I was confused. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, did you win a U national champs? Were you like uh, a national champ somewhere? Else? Like I was so confused. And then later it dawned on me like, you dumbass, just let, you know, yeah, they're a national champ. As soon as they walk on the Iowa wrestling floor, they're a national champ. And, and that's the way they're taught, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you're not here unless you believe you're going to be a national yeah. champion. And uh, and you know what? I, I 100% agree with every bit of that. I'm glad that they're taught that way because you never know when somebody gets injured and all of a sudden they're counted on. And we have 
this is one of the few years that we have some guys that can step up still and do some shit. Yep. Maybe not as the caliber as what we've had in the past, but we've there's some guys that like a Caleb Young that bumped up a weight today and stuff. It's like Jesus Christ, yep. he's so, good. So. so so we're gonna need a Spencer Lee national champion. Mm-hmm. We're gonna need a Brandon Sorensen national champion. We're gonna need a Mike Kimmer national champion. We're gonna need uh, an All American between either uh, uh, Happel or. Uh, who's at thirty three? Oh, tur- oh, at thirty three, we're talking locks or, or Glenn. Paul Glenn. Yeah, so so you're gonna need not not maybe a national uh, uh, all American out of the, one of those guys, but like a a Cash Wilkie type performance from last season. Somebody who's who's right there that's got the shot that 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 wins enough matches to benefit our team. They're they're both I feel it, national qualifier caliber at oh, least. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And I and I think if you can even take uh their between the two of them, if you can get enough points that Cash Wookie got for us last season yeah. at Nationals, between the two of those, that would benefit us for, Big time for a bunch of you naysayers that might not necessarily be Iowa fans that might be listening to this. You're thinking, "Ah, oh, that's the typical Iowa bullshit talk." But I tell you what, it happens more often than not that somebody gets knocked off. Like just the, I mean, I don't know how many people wrestle at state. I didn't, for one. Keaton did. That like you know, just being in that aura, that extra little stress, that extra little like it's awe taking you, you know you're just in awe rather than actually realizing the yeah, wrestling you're doing and you know? and and i i coached for eight years and it, it was the one thing that i always told my wrestlers before they take the mat at the state tournament was hey ignore ignore the crowd ignore your surroundings yeah. because it's intimidating you never know what's going to happen Fo- focus on what's in front of you Yep. Because cause that was the thing with me. When when I got called out to the map for my first time at State, it was just looking up, being like, holy fuck, yeah. I am wrestling in front of 10,000 10, people right now. Yeah. And granted, there's eight mats going, but you don't know where the attention's to right now. Yeah. And, and, and so, like, there's a lot of instances where in the past – there's been other schools that get knocked off on the way to the top or whatever, and that can easily happen at any given moment. And I, as much as we talk about Iowa, like this guy's an you know, all-American, even our guys can get knocked off. It can happen. Yep. And it's you never know what's going to happen. That's what makes it kind of yeah. that much yeah, more exciting. It, it could be like, I mean, last year we, we were on pace to win a national title. And then just uh, fell flat on her face in the semis, and it it ruined the whole trip honestly yeah. because of of how exciting the whole tournament was up until that point. But we were right there. We were right there. We needed one more good round to have a legitimate shot of being national champions last year, and we just fell short. There's so many times that, like, well, for I mean, we don't even go to many semi. I mean, we shouldn't say this, but there's so many times we have tickets and everything. We don't go to you know the Saturday because we get fucking hammered the night yeah. before. We, Saturday morning's tough, 
and we watch on TV or whatever, and we wrestle decent, it seems like, most all the time. That yeah. but- Last national championship we won, I think we drove. We were in St. Louis, and we ended up driving straight north through some small rickety-dink town in, in Illinois Yeah, just to watch. And they were they were baffled. Like, these guys are here at 9.30 a.m. Yeah. Drinking they, beer. They're they, shit-faced, yeah. and they're screaming in our bar. And they loved us. No. I mean, any which way we go, anywhere we go, it's love because anybody, anytime you see anybody that passionate about anything, it's fun. Like, For sure. you know, getting off topic, but you know, like I go to a grocery store and you see these people, they just ring your groceries and blah, 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 you know, and there's nothing about it. But every now and then you see that one person that really cares and wants to talk and like smiles and like, I tell you what, I love those people and I can see what this is the, it's a little glimpse of the shit. That I think they see when we go to nationals. Yeah. Just, I mean, it's it's crazy. But, so, going back to this all, we got the hotel lined up. Uh, we had Kai Mai that, like, fucking called me and making sure that uh, we're all set up with the hotel. We had uh, Kurt Hopkins... Yeah, he calls us, uh, what? Well, he called us during the duel, which we delayed we, it. We were we were on a delay about, by about 15 minutes because yeah. Gab got here late, but not his fault. Long story. We're not going to explain that. <laughs> yeah. But Gab got here late, and so we started the duel a little late, and my phone starts, it starts blowing up from my dad, um, and then Gavin's phone blows up, I think, after, I'm assuming after Sorensen won. Yeah. And and uh, Kurt called you. So I'm going to Nashville. Yeah, yeah. You got the hotel already. You got uh, everything lined up. And, and that's what Iowa wrestling is. It's all about nationals. And as much as I was furious about Tom Brands or whoever making the call saying we're not going to wrestle heavyweight, that's what it's about is nationals. Every it's all time. about nationals. Yeah. And, but at the same time, I hit the idea of uh, taking a loss yeah. when we don't. Yeah, you're dodging. Yeah. I don't want to say it's dodging still because, I mean, the idea of just us, th- like, he, here's what I'm saying. We're just giving in to a loss. Well, so the only way, I am not going to be upset about this decision at all as long as we get to see Stoll versus Kuhn next week. Yeah. Yeah, if we, do- if, if we, if we, somehow step away from that one point in the hallway. It because Stoll is so much better than Kuhn in my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Kuhn hasn't gotten any better since his freshman no. year. No. No. And in fact I think that was his best year by far. Yeah. Yeah, for sure it was. But anyways, so that this is our extra and we're not uh talking about that you know, the wrestling so much. We're talking about more about our experience we're gonna have. And uh yeah nationals um we're gonna get a hotel we're gonna we're pretty much gonna buy tickets there yep once again and we're gonna if i can go with it well i actually love the fact that we don't know where we're getting our tickets we can sit with the ohio state group and i'll yell the exact same as i would if i was with every hawk that i've known to man right there well yeah because we are gonna have bv basically on tab yeah they can't metal detect Alcohol water, system. Water bottles oh. filled with yeah. BV when we come through the door. And 
Oh, black velvet's so delicious. I, the thing is, is these we were we were just talking about the Ohio State duel, how it was just packed in there, and I was telling uh, Fuego, it's like I would love to be there because I do the exact same I th- do thing I do, you know, at the Iowa duel as I would there. Yeah. Like it doesn't phase me one yeah. bit, and and it it kind of blew his mind, but at the same time. That's what makes wrestling so great because in the end we can all go back to the bar and all drink. Like that's the best thing about nationals. You see all these people, all everybody goes to the bars in between sessions every time, and you you'll run into like the one time we played pool with Zabriskie from Iowa State, and we uh, you know shit like that. You just don't get that in any other sport. Yeah, yeah. I, I can uh, uh, going back to. Uh, I, I'm sure you know this story. I'm, I'm pretty sure I've told you this one. It's not a wrestling story. Okay, go. But we were... It was Iowa versus Iowa State. It was two years after they had beaten us in triple overtime with mm-hmm. Jake Jans. Um, who who was it? He had the one-handed intercept. What, what, I, I, I can't remember the... I know we, we won the game. Um but I remember being surprised. I, I was with a bunch of Iowa State fans, and I was wearing my Hawkeye shit, and they were just filling up flasks full of vodka. I'm mm. like, oh, you guys can't do this. You're not going to get in. Well, Iowa State apparently doesn't check shit. No. But we uh, we went to the game, and I sat 50-yard line, like six-row balcony, Iowa State season ticket holder section, <laughs> and I was hammered drunk. Yeah, and I treated that as if I was in Kinnick. Yeah, and I had people screaming and booing me to get out of the fucking stadium. They hated me. Yeah, and uh, I I I don't even remember this, but uh, Travis, one one of my really good friends, told me some guy comes up. And he puts me in a chokehold from behind because he was so pissed at me. Yeah. And Travis just said I slammed him to the ground on his back. It's like, first off, don't fuck with a wrestler, you know? Like, <laughs> obviously this guy had no wrestling fucking ability. I, sl- I slam him to his back. Uh, people start literally carrying me out of my section. Travis follows me. They lead me out of the stadium. And then I get like two steps out of the stadium and I sprint back in. I'm like, I'm not missing this. <laughs> and Travis said he cried and he said it's the most embarrassed he's ever been of any one of his friends. But that's that's what you get with us. You know what's funny though? That would in wrestling, that wouldn't have happened as much. It wouldn't have been so hardcore. They would have been just like, ah, another fucking you know, like I don't know what it is about the wrestling community. It's almost it is a cult in a in a way. Like these guys, I mean, if you're yeah, a wrestling they, fan, they, they understand the passion. Yeah. You, you've got to be passionate if you're a true wrestling fan. And if you're going to nationals and you do this, I mean, well, going back to Detroit, I well, mean, first off, everyone's shit just as shit faced as you almost. Sure. And that's what makes it so oh. fun. Yeah, what was it? Just two years ago or something? When, when was it that we sat behind uh, or in front of uh, even the Flow Wrestling guys? 
And they came in just reeking of booze. And they, like, they were a blast to talk to, you know? You remember this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, God. I mean, it, and it's just the atmosphere you got to, like, I, I mean, we can go on and on about stories. And, in fact, we might do another little extra type of thing. But yeah. this this is the type of shit that you got to, if, if any of you are thinking about it, you're on the fence about it. Go. Go. Just go. fucking do it's it. so fun. Yeah. It'll be the, even if we finish third, it'll, I promise you, if you've never been, it'll be the, one of the most fun times you've ever had as a Hawkeye fan. Yep. Hands and, down. And and it's, it's uh, you know, it's not just the wrestling. It's it's the bars. It's the sessions. Everything about it. Everything. They're set up. Everything. You, everything. Everywhere you go in that town when Nationals is happening is part of wrestling. Yeah. We yeah. own that area. It's, it's amazing. It's, it's the best time of your entire life. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I think uh, we've done a good job of filling fans in. Hey, on guys, get on our Facebook, experience. though. Our, the big thing, get on our Facebook. Tell us what uh, you want to hear, what you want to hear less of, what you want to hear uh, more of, more of what, what, what areas we might be missing. Insight, that helps. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're open to feedback. And uh, actually, we have good news. We are... Currently, we believe that we will be on Apple Podcasts here within 24 hours. As we, we submitted it for review. Uh, it was a so far everything's gone according to plan. So as long as we don't have too many copyright infringements, <laughs> we uh, well, first off, fuck be, them. That's what I say. Yeah, we are promoting your songs. Yeah. Our, we make them sound better. The songs we obviously, pick are amazing. Anything we say over the top of the song, does it count them? I don't know if it does, but it should add to like they should actually just start copying our shit. Yep, Agreed. I'd say. Yep. So, guys, thanks for listening. Uh, initiate contact episode thirteen point five. Yeah. Go Hawks. Least you can do is level with me. What are my chances? Not good. You mean not good like one out of a hundred? I'd say more like one out of a million. So you're telling me there's a chance.